Oh yeah, baby. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Call Tax Podcast. Thank you so very much for joining me today. Man, I feel like it's been forever since I recorded. It's been just a hectic last month, month and a half, something like that. But, um, you know, like I said in the episode of my wife where she made fun of me for saying banked episodes, I pre-recorded um, four or five episodes there. So I really haven't sat down and actually recorded in some time. So bear with me. I'm a little bit nervous in front of you guys again. Um, it's like the first time, but it's like getting on a bike. So I'm very, very excited. And God has really been doing a lot to me in just the time off. I think it's very much needed. And I want to do an episode down the road about that topic of rest, how rest is needed. You know, even the Lord, um, after creating the universe in the sixth day, he took the seventh day to rest. Right. So I think it's very appropriate that we take the proper time to rest. I'm not getting into that today. I don't want to waste any time getting off on any rabbit trails because I know I have a tendency to do that. But um, I feel like, and this is something that I'm going to explain probably next week, because I'm going to try to get my wife on next week, and we'll get into that, everything that went into the baby being born and everything like that, because I feel like there was really a whole lot of faith building moments in that. I'm very, very excited to share that with you guys. But what I want to do today is just kind of explain um, what I feel like the Lord has led on my heart in terms of um, vision. I think that sometimes God can put a specific vision on your heart. And maybe other people don't see it or you don't really know if it is from God or if it's something that you're just making up in your head or whatever the case may be. We're going to get into that a little bit today because um, the whole point of this show called to act, that is a, a description for all of us. Like we're all called to act for Jesus. We've all been given specific tools and talents, and he expects us to use that to further his kingdom. There's only going to be one you and you only have one shot to get whatever it is that the Lord has put on your heart to do. So just get after whatever you feel like the Lord has placed on your heart to do. Seek his face. He's going to show it to you. He's going to reveal it to you. I'm a living testament to that because the second that I humbled myself to him and told him, you know, Lord, I'm not, I don't care about, you know, worldly accolades or trying to better my name or trying to do whatever it is that the, that the world says is so important for us to do. The second that I gave my heart to him and said, Lord, I'm all yours. Do with me whatever you see fit. It's led to this podcast and the way that the Lord has blessed it, allow me to meet so many people, develop so many different relationships, speak to the people that I never would have imagined that I would be able to speak to. It's just been crazy. So um, I just want to send that word of encouragement out there. If you feel like the Lord is calling you to do something, just take a step of faith and do it because it is much needed. And that is something that I'm going to get into as these next couple of weeks progress. But I feel like this is a new season. Like whenever I prayed, um, before the baby was going to be born, I asked that the Lord would be in it, of course, but I asked that um, her birth would not only be just a physical birth for her, but that would, it would be a birth in a new season for my life, for my family's life, for so many different people that I know personally, and just for the world in general. Um, and, and I'm not trying to put it all on like, it's all about my family, but I, I was just asking the Lord that, that it would be specifically for me, like it would be a new season of life for me. And so if you follow podcast, how we have seasons, even though I, I podcast, like, I don't know all the technical terms or whatever. Like, I'm just like you guys, like, this is a show where I just feel like I'm talking to one person, just communicating back and forth. And so hopefully it feels like that to you. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm just talking down to you or anything like that, but it's just, it's just like a cool conversation with friends. And we're just chopping it up about life, about the Bible, about God. And, and um, it's been really special to me, all the people that have reached out and asked me to pray for specific things or that have um, 
just told me they're praying for me, my wife through her pregnancy and everything like that. It's it's just none of those things are ever lost on me and it has grown and, and the Lord has definitely blessed it. And I'm extremely, extremely excited and thankful for what he's doing. But with all that being said, um, go ahead. And if you like what I'm doing here, if you like the way that the Lord is, is placing things on my heart to do, go ahead and um, like subscribe. If you're listening to this or watching this, I guess I should say on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and like comment, whatever. Um, the thing about that too, is it actually does help the more subscriptions that I get and the more likes and it's free. I mean, you don't have to, all, you, all it takes is a click of a finger to do. Um, but the more likes and the more comments that I get, what it does is it pushes, it makes YouTube push it up to other people that have searched for similar things that are sort of like my show. Um, and it gets the gospel, which is what I'm trying to present each and every time that I speak. Um, um, it puts it in other people's you know, what, whatever puts it on their page on their YouTube as like a suggestion. Like maybe since you watch this, maybe you would like call to act, or maybe you would like conversations at the table or be a man podcast or whatever podcast is out there. Um, and so I feel like this is just a new season of life really. And the Lord has really just blessed and revealed things to me over the last couple of, of weeks that have just been amazing. And I will share those as we progress throughout our journey together. But, um, one thing I want to do a couple new things. Um, one each and every week, uh, maybe you noticed if you've watched on YouTube, I finally have an intro. I got an intro to the show on YouTube, was able to finally figure that out. If you've been listening to this show for very long, you know that I'm not very tech savvy. I've said it on several different episodes, um, but I was able to figure that out by the grace of God. And then one thing I want to do too, is I had one of the best compliments. I feel like, um, since I started this show and I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout out, my man, Jake. He uh, he sent me a message and he he was talking about um, the videos with my kids and then um, how I have my son and I'll have my daughter on every once in a while and then the episode with my wife. And he said, I feel like I know your family. And that was one of the biggest compliments to me because I want to spread the gospel to as many people that I possibly can. But I want it to be like, you know, me like you're a part of the family. Like I said a second ago, like we're friends, like this is just like casual conversation and. Um, for the Lord to be able to work in that way, to relay that to him, um, to make him feel that way, like he knows my family. Um, I, I just really appreciate that. And, and this is somebody that I've never met in real life. Um, he, he, we've met through Instagram. And um, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram, too, if you're not already. It's all one word, call to act podcast. Um, if you want to reach out via email, it's Donovan, and that's D-O-N-O-V-A-N. A lot of people have trouble spelling my name, Donovan L. Jones, 1994 at gmail.com. Go ahead and do those things. And then, um, yeah, just just if you're enjoying this, you know, spread the word because we're trying to reach as many people as we possibly can. And it's not just me. I say we because you are a part of this. Anytime that you share, anytime you like, comment, subscribe, you're a part of this with me. And we are trying to reach as many people as we possibly can with the gospel. So um, the next new thing that I want to do is, and I'm still trying to figure all this out. But basically, um, I'm going to do a new segment, and it's just called What's Up. It's, it's very simple. I do the big three whenever I have a guest on and I ask them three random questions. Well, What's Up is going to be just like what it sounds like. I'm just going to share, um, and I might not do it every, every time I'm solo, just if I have a funny story to tell or whatever, but just kind of maybe share a story of something that's happened over the past week or a story um, from maybe back in high school or when I was a little kid or just some memory that had stuck out to me for whatever reason. And so with that being said, 
I have a little bit of music for that. So let's go ahead and do what's, what's up. up. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. So that's what's up. That's my kids. Um, Finley, she's eight years old. Landry, he's four years old. And Foster, he's two years old. So that's my kids. That's the new segment. What's up? And it's just going to be like what it sounds like, like I had already explained it. So basically what I want to share today um, in this new segment, my very first segment, I think it's fitting because I'm a big sneakerhead. I love shoes. I love basketball. I love Christian rap. As you could tell, I've had several different um, Christian rappers on here, and I'm a big fan of that type of um, genre of music, basketball shoes. And so um, I bought a pair of shoes specifically for my daughter's birth and there were these purple kind of lavendery shoes and I did not wear them I bought them probably a month before she was born maybe even longer and I did not wear them until the day she was born because it was like a special event you know <laughs> I, you know I needed to get those shoes special just for her so I bought these shoes I was very excited about them and I'm the type of guy too that when I buy a pair of shoes or if I have a pair of shoes I want them clean I don't want them getting all scuffed up or dirty. I try to keep all my shoes clean. And I'm actually, I'm actually wearing the shoes for my daughter right now. It's these purple, they're Kyrie Irvings. Um, and so I wore those to, uh, to the hospital, obviously to meet her and to, to see her for the first time. And uh, when I was, one of the first times I was holding her, she sped up all over the side of one of my shoes. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, we'll let it slide. You know, we just met, but you know, we'll let it slide. Um, so I was able to clean it off. No big deal. And so then like a week later, we went to my mother-in-law's house, um, because she had us over to, um, it was actually my wife's birthday. The baby was born September 29th. And then my wife's birthday is October 3rd. And so she ha her mom had us over to her house to, um, to make my wife uh, like a birthday lunch type deal. And I was able to have a little bit of a rewind. I was able to get two weeks off of work. Um, for the birth of my daughter, which was just such a blessing. And that's one thing I want to say. I know I said I can get off of rabbit onto rabbit trails here, but really parents um, take advantage of every single moment because that's one thing that really stood out to me over the course of those two weeks off. I was able to take my kids to the playground almost every day, go outside and play with them. And and just how beautiful it is to be able to spend time with your kids and, and just don't take advantage of that and don't let it slip because it does it goes by so very quickly. I know I've said it on past episodes, but really take advantage of every single moment because once it's gone, it's gone. And and you can never get those moments back and they can never be replaced. So I'm very thankful that the Lord was um, allowed me to be able to have that time to to spend with my family and just kind of relax and, and just enjoy enjoy each other. And it was amazing. So anyway, we went to my wife's mother, uh, my, my wife's mother, my mother-in-law's house to have this birthday lunch, right? And so um, we get there. And we had already eaten everything. She made us a beautiful meal. She made like fried chicken, uh, mashed potatoes, all that good stuff. We're from the South, so we love fried chicken. And so it was awesome. It was really good. And we're all sitting back and I'm in the recliner. And I kind of have, it was one of those automated recliners where you press the button and it goes up however far you want the footrest to go, right? And so I set the footrest up a little bit just to where I'm kind of sitting back, relaxing. We have football or something on TV. And uh, we're just sitting there kind of chilling out. And my kids are over to the side, my oldest two, and they're just kind of messing with their, their grandma. They call her Nana. And um, all of a sudden I hear, ah, like a scream. And I'm like, what? And, and I kind of look up and her mom is saying, I dropped my drink. I dropped my, my Diet Coke. 
And I was like, oh, so I'm trying to I'm trying to sit my seat, my um, footrest back. So if I need to help clean up, I can. And I look down on my shoe, on my Hadley shoe. Hadley is the name of our daughter. I look down on my Hadley shoe and there's Diet Coke all over my shoe. So instead of me trying to help, I rush to the bathroom. I'm like, I got to try to get this off ASAP, <laughs> you know, so I scrub my shoe a little bit and, um, you know, my wife, bless her heart, um, still trying to recover from having a C-section is like, you know, I'll take care of those <laughs> when we get home. So shout out to Kelly. Thank you so much. She, that you can't even tell now, but it was in the moment. If I, if I have any sneakerheads out there that listen, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's something that's very, um, scary when something <laughs> like a diet Coke gets spilled all over your shoes. And so she said, uh, you know, I, I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. And, and it wasn't any big deal. But then, um, and I didn't even say anything. I don't even know that she knew that she had spilled them on my shoes because she didn't say anything about it. She was just trying to get the drink up, obviously, like any normal person would. I'm the only, I'm the oddball here by freaking out like I was. And I didn't even really freak out. I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, what have you done to my shoe? You know? And um, the next time we went over there, Kelly's kind of gave her mom a hard time. She's like, you know, Donovan was mad at you for spilling a drink on his shoe. She was like, I didn't even know I did. I'm sorry, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I'm going to have to go back to the hospital and get those booties. Cause like when you go back, um, to the room that they had worked on my wife or whatever, I had to wear the, the scrubs, the, the mask, the, the hairnet, the booties on my shoes. I said, I'm gonna have to go back to the, to the hospital and get some more booties if I'm going to come around here, because evidently we're just spilling drinks all the time. But, um, so that's our, that's our new segment. What's up? Um, hopefully, that's something you enjoy. But like I said, I feel like this is just a new season of life. I feel closer to the Lord through this experience. He has definitely strengthened my faith. And I feel like, and I've said it before, but I feel like the three things that God has called me to do, and I feel like it's ever evolving because, you know, we serve a God who is a mystery to us um, just because of who he is. Like we can't understand the vastness of who he is. And so like in trying to get as close as we can to him, he reveals to us little things along the way, like along our journey, he's going to reveal different things to us. And I feel like he has revealed to me a couple things. One is, um, I think it was either my first or second episode. I talked about, um, that I felt like the Lord has called me to do this podcast and it's going to be a podcast geared more towards men. I don't see that as where I'm at at all. Um, I do hope that men watch and listen to the podcast, obviously, and young men. But this is a podcast for everybody. Like whenever Jesus came to earth, his ministry, what did he say? He says, let him that have ears, let him hear. I'm not trying to equate myself to Jesus at all, but I am preaching, teaching, trying to teach the best that I can, trying to speak about Jesus Christ the best way that I know how. And this is a podcast for everyone. Like this is for all of us. We're all called to act we are all um, um, alongside each other in this journey, trying to get closer to Jesus and trying to tell other people about Jesus. So um, I, I kind of want to apologize for that because I don't want to ever exclude anybody because Jesus was not about like exclusivity. He wasn't about like making people feel like they didn't belong because who did he hang out with? He hang out with the the sinners and and the the people that the righteous did not deem worthy for him to be hanging around with, right? Because these are the the lowest of the low. And so um, I, if I ever, 
you know, and, and I might be saying this and, and you might be listening right now and thinking, well, I've never even thought a second time about you saying that. Well, it was something that stood out to me. And so um, I don't ever want to make anybody feel like they are excluded because um, Jesus is is welcoming everybody. And so this podcast is all of ours. It is for everyone. And um, so I think I I on Apple and on Spotify and all those things, you have different seasons of podcast. And I don't even really know, like the first 33 or 34, something like that. I did that a season one. And I don't know, typically, I have no idea how many episodes are supposed to be in a season. But for me, I feel like a new starting point in my life, a new starting point with my walk with Jesus. Not a new because I've been walking, but just kind of like a refreshed walk with Jesus that I have received over these last couple of weeks. Um, I feel like with all of that that has happened, um, this is season two. And so that started right after Hadley was born. The episode that came out that was pre-recorded, um, that was the start of season two since Hadley has been born. And we're going to go from there and we're just going to try to get bigger and stronger and more um, um, wise together as we try to seek out everything we possibly can about Jesus. And we're going to try to go forward as far as we can with the gospel because it's much needed now. And so what I want to get into a little bit today, I'm already 17 minutes in, you know, I've, I've said before, I try with these solo episodes to try to keep it around 30 minutes. We'll see what we can do. But I want to look at Daniel chapter 10, because I think oftentimes whenever you feel like you have a calling from God, there are people that either second guess it, or there are people that say, well, no, you need to do this, or you need to do that. And I think that when you know for sure that you have a calling from God, then it is set in your heart and nobody is going to be able to tell you anything different because that's, that's kind of the place where I'm at is like, and not to say you're not going to take wise counsel, but when Jesus puts something on your heart, you know that it is from Jesus. And the way that you can get to that point, at least for me, um, is you have to get in prayer. You have to be in, in like Paul says in, uh, I think it's Second Thessalonians 5, 16 or 17, pray without ceasing. You need to be in that constant relationship, getting stronger and stronger in your walk with God. And then you got to be in the word every single day, seeking out his face. Because the thing about it is I, I look at the Bible as obviously it is the roadmap to Jesus. It is the roadmap to becoming a Christian and all that stuff. But it's so much bigger than that. The Bible is we can read from these examples that we see in the Old Testament and they relate to our lives today because these were people that were the same as us. We are all human beings. That's why um, James writes in the book of James that Elijah was a man just like us because we are all common, ordinary human beings. Some people might have more responsibility. Some people might have talents in different areas. But at the end of the day, we are all human beings and we are all chosen by God for a specific task. And so when God puts that on your heart, when God puts that vision on your heart. Sometimes there are going to be people that fall by the wayside, and we're going to read that a little bit right now. This is Daniel chapter 10, um, and we're going to go down to verse 2. And, and Daniel, he says, In those days I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for those three weeks. And on the 24th day of the month, 
As I was standing on the bank of the great river, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a man clothed in linen. So Daniel is praying for weeks, for three weeks, for a specific thing, for a specific vision, for an answer from God. He's praying for this for three weeks. Uh, verse six, it says the body of the man who appeared, his face was like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his legs and arms like the gleam of a burnished bronze and the sounds of his words were like the sound of a multitude. So just imagine Daniel is praying for this for three weeks and there can be times in your prayer life where you're praying for a specific thing and you feel like your needs are your needs or your answers are not being met. Sometimes the Lord is testing you. Sometimes the Lord is preparing you. He's he's testing your faith. He's saying, look, is this person legit when they say they want to be used by me? Or is this somebody that is going to give up after a couple of weeks because they are not getting their answer right when they ask for it? Right. God is not a, a we do not serve a, a microwave popcorn God. Right. It's not just I'm going to throw my bag of popcorn in the microwave and I'm going to get it in two minutes or whatever it is. Right. Sometimes God puts obstacles in our life. Sometimes God puts things in our life that we have to go through different storms, different waiting seasons, different periods, different holy frustrations to build our faith, to work us into the person that we need to be for that ultimate calling that he has placed on our lives. And so verse seven, it says, and this is the part that stands out to me, really the biggest throughout this whole chapter. And I encourage you, I'm not going to read every single verse for lack of time, but I encourage you in your own time to go back and read this whole chapter because it is very, very beautiful representation of how God can speak to you. So verse seven, it says, and I, Daniel alone saw the vision. I alone saw the vision. He says, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great trembling fell upon them. Sometimes the, the people around you, they're not going to see what it is that God has put in your life. And that's one thing that, like, as I feel like God has placed things on my heart and on my life, um, I've told other people about it, older men that have been Christians longer than I have, that have much more life experience than me. And you could kind of tell by telling, like, in speaking to them, like, they're not feeling it. Like, they're not hearing what I'm saying to them. And I'm like, no, this is what God has placed on my life. Like, I know 100% this is what God has told me to do. That's what Daniel is saying right here. He, he says in verse 7, I'm going to read it again because I think it's very powerful. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. Sometimes God is going to give you a vision that nobody else can see in its infancy. But as it grows and as you grow into whatever it is that God has called you to do, that's when people are going to see it come to fruition. It might take time. It could take years. It could take 10 years. It could take 15 years. It could take three weeks like it took for Daniel. But the people, when they 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 understood that something was going on, because we, we read here, a great trembling fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. In the very next verse, Daniel says, So I was left alone and saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me, and I retained no strength. So I'm going to kind of jump around over these next couple of verses because I think this is this is very good. So Daniel basically is saying this vision was so powerful that I was seeing from God. There was no mistaking it was from God because all the power has left from me. Right. If you think about it, there's not really a whole lot of power that we have on our own anyway. Right. Any power that we have is from God. Any power that um, 
is has been expressed throughout our lives. It's all from God. It's not anything of us, right? So skip down to verse number 11, and it says, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. For now I have been sent to you. So Daniel, he's lost all his strength. He's fell onto the ground because he's overwhelmed in this moment because of this great vision that he's seeing. He's scared because this person that is showing up in front of him, he's got the the voice of a multitude, right? You talk about intimidating. You talk about a presence. Um, skip down to verse number 12. Um, then he said to me, fear not, Daniel. And th this part is big too. So I was going to edit that out. Um, my kids just came in on me. They just got home, but I'm not going to. I'm going to leave it in there because um, I think it was cute the way my son said daddy when he came in, the, <laughs> came in the room there. But I got my microphone turned down a little bit, so hopefully you can still hear me. But um, anyway, skip down to verse number 12. It says, fear not, Daniel, for from this day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before your God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. So I think the big thing from that is, when you read those words where it says from the first day that you have set your heart, because remember, Daniel's been praying for three weeks for this specific request. No doubt he's been getting discouraged. No doubt he's been wondering, is the Lord hearing me whenever I pray? And then to receive this word saying from the first day that you set your heart to understand and that the fact that you humbled yourself before God, your words have been heard and, and I have come because of your words. So the blessing came. We are speaking beings. One of the main differences between us and animals, right, is the fact that we have been given the breath of life from God and the fact that we are speaking beings. And he tells Daniel, I have come because of your words. He says in verse 13, the prince uh, of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. But Michael, one of the chief princes, a.k.a. one of the archangels, so basically what was going on here was it was being held up by a spiritual warfare. The battle is not against flesh and blood. The battle is not against flesh and blood, right? And that's what it's saying here. He was held up by spiritual, you know, um, um, spiritual warfare, right, that we've talked about in the past. It was hindering the word that was needing to be brought to Daniel, but the archangel came in because of the resiliency of Daniel's prayer and his diligency. And he says, you know what? I'm going to keep praying for this because this is needed. This vision is needed. And then God said, all right, Michael, go ahead and go. Let's push this thing through. And that's one thing that I want to encourage you to. I've heard Tony Evans talk about this and it's bombarding the heavenlies with prayer. Like if there's something that you need prayer over, just keep praying over and over again, because whatever it is that you are praying for that is meant for good, the enemy does not want to see that come to fruition. And he's going to send whatever he can to try to block it. So you need to keep praying, keep praying for that breakthrough. Keep talking to the Lord for that breakthrough. Keep reading the word, seeking after that breakthrough in your life. Skip down to verse number 14. Um, at the end of that verse, it says, um, no, actually, let's read the whole verse number 14. It says, And uh, I came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision is for days yet to come. And then skip down to verse number 16. It says, And behold, one in the likeness of the children of man touched my lips. Because maybe I should have read verse 15. Basically, Daniel is saying, How can I do these things? Because I am so weak right now. All the strength has left me. 
you know, I, and he and it says, I turned my face toward the ground and was mute. That's what Daniel says about himself. He couldn't speak because he was in such fear and terror from what stood in front of him, what he had been praying for for three weeks when it came to him. He's terrified, right? Um, verse number 16, it says, Then I opened my mouth and spoke. I said to him who stood before me, O Lord, by reason of the vision, pains have come upon me, and I retain no strength. How can I, uh, how can my servants, how can my Lord's servant talk with my Lord? For now no strength remains in me, and no breath is left in me. Skip down to verse number 19. And he says, O man greatly loved. And this is the second time that that is said that in this passage. Because um, I, I saw it somewhere else. Verse number 11, he says the same thing to him. O Daniel, man greatly loved. It says the same thing here in verse number 19. O man greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you. Be strong and of good courage. And he spoke to me and I was strengthened. And said, let my Lord speak for you have strengthened me. So Daniel in that moment, feeling, you know, no strength is left in me. Maybe not feeling at the moment worthy. And I'm obviously I'm taking a little bit of liberty because I'm trying to make it relative to us, because maybe you might be in that situation where you feel like the Lord has laid a specific calling on your life. But when it comes down to it, you feel like I'm not worthy of that call or like I'm scared to take that next step. But this is what you asked for. This is what you called for, right? Just like he says to Daniel, I have come to you today because of your words, because you asked for this, because you prayed diligently for weeks. That's why the Lord has sent me and the Lord sent back up Michael, the archangel, to push this through, to give you this vision for the people. Daniel was a common man, just like us. All these people in the Bible, obviously they were used some of them in supernatural ways, and some of them were used in remarkable ways. A lot of them were, but these were people just like us. And who's to say that the way that you live your life, you can't give everything to God and be used in a similar fashion to have that kind of impact on people's life around you. And and so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because I'm getting to that 30-minute mark. But I just want to say that in closing, there are going to be times that God gives you a vision and people around you. I know I've said it before in the episode, but I think it bears repeating. People around you aren't going to see the vision. It's not going to line up with where they think you need to be in your life. A prime example for me, um, just speaking from personal example, is like I talked about before that I felt like God was calling me to full-time ministry. And I went forward on in March and talked to Patrick. I've had him on the show. And I felt like God was calling me to, to ministry, but I didn't know what it was. And I think that is something that is key is the way that Patrick handled that. He didn't automatically say to me, well, you need to go to seminary or you need to be a pastor or you need to do this or this or that. He basically just said to me, do you think it's this? Do you think the Lord is calling you to do it this way? Do you think the Lord is calling you to do that? And he gave me options and he said, you know what? You know, I understand what you're saying. Like he, he was able to to not make me feel like, this is where I need to go. This is where the Lord is calling me because I think there's a, a big danger in that. And I talked about that on um, another guy's podcast, Be a Man podcast, um, is I think that there are a lot of pastors in position right now that they're in that that wasn't their calling. Like maybe an older influence in their life who 
was a, I'm not trying to say that like they were meaning any ill will towards them, but I think that the best that they knew how was they said, you know, I think this guy, you're supposed to be a pastor because you feel like a calling on your life. And I think that that has led to so many false teachers and that we see in the churches today. And I think now is the time for us people who were not called to be pastors to actually rise up and figure out what it is that the Lord is calling you to do. Me, I feel like the Lord has called me to do this podcast. I feel like the Lord has called me to do things on social media, YouTube, all that kind of things. Anywhere that I could be used for him, that's what I'm going to try to do. And I think that um, in that, I'm going to keep seeking and, and evolving to whatever it is that he has fully called me to. Because like I said at the beginning, I thought that it was something that was going to be just for men. But I feel like he has showed me like, no, this is for everybody. And I feel like that can kind of continue the closer that I get to him and the closer that um, I get to that calling, like he's going to reveal more and more to me. And if he can do that for me, who's to say he can't do that to you? He can do that with any one of us. All, all It's like it says in, in Daniel where he says, the minute that you called out to God and you humbled yourself, that's why I was sent. So the minute that we call out to God and say, use me and humble ourselves, that's when he is going to send you word. He is going to send you that, that there has been a calling on your life. But the moment that you realize like, okay, I'm made more, I'm made for more than just working a nine to five for however many years, growing up, retiring, having kids, getting the house, getting the car and then dying. The moment that you realize that you were made for a specific reason. And I think being patient in that season of waiting, because um, I think it's in first or second Peter, the Bible talks about that God is not slow about his promises. I think it says something like God is not slow talking about promises as man would understand um, slowness or something like that. I wish I had the verse off the top of my head, but it was, it, it's just something that we need to understand that God's timing is perfect. You know, like for me, I'll just tell you a personal example too. I'm, I'm speaking a lot about myself here, these last couple examples, but it's my show. Oh, so wait, how can that be when I just said it's all of our show earlier? Anyway, I'm the only one with a microphone right now. There we go. Um, but I think I I expected something to happen when I thought it should happen. And I thought everything was lining up for God to move in a specific instance. And when it didn't happen, I was let down for a day. And I, I was just selfish for that day. And honestly, I didn't speak to God all day. Um, I did get into my Bible that night, and that's when he really got a hold of me and was like, okay, you were selfish all day long, whining and crying like a kid that couldn't get candy, you know, at the checkout counter, right? Because what you thought should have happened when you thought should have happened did not happen. God's ways are not like our ways. You know, his timing is perfect. His timing is everything, not when we think it should be. When we get to that place where we are so insistent that it has to be on our time frame, that puts us in a position where we feel like we are God, right? Or we know better than God because it's like, it should have happened right then, right? Instead of saying, okay, Lord, I understand like this didn't happen at this specific moment for a reason when I felt like it should, why did it not happen when I felt it should? What do I need to learn to get to the point where I feel like you are leading me to? Because, I mean, just look at 
all the, the stories in the Bible, like when God promised Abraham a great nation, he had to wait years, right, before he had that promise fulfilled, right? If you look at David, he was anointed as a young boy, as a shepherd, right, in the field, but then was not put into the position of, of king for like, what, 20 years later? If you look at Joseph, he was sold into slavery at 18 years old, was not brought out of that into second in command until I think he was like 30 as well. And then you take that a step further. I've talked about it with Antoine McGee. I can't remember if it was on my show or his, but you take that a step further. Who are we ultimately supposed to be emulating with our life? It's Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ had to wait 30 years before his ministry even began, right? So just stay encouraged, stay faithful to him. He is leading you. He is with you throughout everything that you go through in your life. He is always going to be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So with all that being said, um, I want to give you guys the opportunity. If you've made it with me this long, maybe you have never thought about furthering um, or even having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe you've been just dabbling on it. Uh, maybe you're just doing research for yourself, trying to figure out if Jesus Christ is real. Um, if the Bible is real or all these Christians that go to church, do they know what they're talking about? Or are they, you know, crazy, whatever the case may be. Um, but Jesus Christ, he He loves you and he cares for you. And he came to this earth and lived a sinless life because that's what was required to be the, um, as the Bible would put it, the, the um, propitiation for our sins. He substituted himself for us. He bore every single sin on himself, took all of our sin, became sin, because that was the only way that we could get to heaven. That's why he says in John 14, 6, I am the way. Because if you want to get to the Father, you got to come through the Son because of the price that I paid for you. And that's what Jesus is saying to you today. So if if um that is something that you're interested in doing, it's a very, it's very, very simple. Jesus Christ did all the work for you. Um and it and tells us in the word in the book of Romans when you confess with your mouth and believe, you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that the Lord Jesus is who he says he is, then it's over, right? He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So um, with all that being said, if that's something that you want to do, it's a very simple prayer. It's as simple as A, B, C. A, you acknowledge that you're a sinner. B, believe that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. And C, call upon the name of the Lord. So with that being said, I'll just say a short prayer real quick. And if that is something that you want to do, you can just say, you can just repeat the prayer right after me. And it just goes like this, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I know that I need a savior. I pray right now that you forgive me my sins, come into my life and be the ruler and king of my life. And it's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. It's as simple as that. And it's not the, the words itself, the, the exact arrangement, the way that I said it, you could say it in a different way. Um, but it's just that, that confession that you are a sinner asking him to forgive you of your sins. And he is faithful and just, like I said earlier. So, uh, with all that being said, thank you so much for joining me today. Sorry for our little disruption, Landry busting in there. My daughter had a doctor's appointment today, um, and she's doing good. And we're going to talk about that next week with my wife. Very excited about that. God bless you guys. Um, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Share it if this is something that has been a blessing to you. Um, I'd love to, if you have any prayer requests, people have been emailing me. People have been 
messaging me on Instagram, asking me to pray for specific things or whatever. Um, I love that type of interaction. I think that's very um, important throughout the life of my ministry. Like what God has called me to do is to, you know, just lift people up with prayer. So if I could pray for you in any way, feel free to reach out to me. So with that being said, God bless. Have a great week. Sing. Sing.